everyone. We are Marnie and Curtis. Welcome to Family Talks. Getting the conversation going for healthy relationships. We're so glad you've joined us. Welcome to our Family Talks podcast today, and it's actually our first anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) We have so loved hearing from you this past year. We've uh, connected with people we never knew before. And we're just so gratified that this podcast has has helped a, a good number of you. Yeah. And today we have a special highlight. We have our daughter, Kashka Matoga. And some of you probably know her by her music. And you can check it out on Spotify. But... Today, we're going to share some thoughts on family talks, and we're just going to ask each other some really good questions. So how does that sound, guys? Sounds great. Sounds good. So to start, um, I think, Kashka, I would like to ask you some questions. To start, we started uh, family talks, our own concept of it, years ago, where we would meet, set aside some time about once a month, and we would just talk about the family issues in our family, share good news, share some struggles, and just really connect. And I think it really helped us as a family. So you must have been about seven years old when we started that. I must have been younger. Even younger. Because I think I was still at my first elementary school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's So. so good. Yeah, so Kate, can you just share what has Family Talks meant to you, that concept in our family, or how it helped you? Well, what was Family Talks to you as a kid? Well, it was it happened on Monday nights, for sure. I remember that. Yes. Um, and I remember that it would always happen when it felt like the previous weeks before everyone was a little cranky, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And we were kind of like, ooh, we're in need to like just... Like, like it, the water was boiling, so you needed to, like, turn down the, the heat on the things. Heat. Yes. Right. So I remember that we were able to just come to the family talks and share whatever. And sometimes they were things that were embarrassing to share. But then <laughs> other times it was like, I remember me and my middle sister, Tori, shared a room and we had a lot of fights. And one time we literally took, I think it was like two hours and talked everything out. And then we were friends after. Then we began fighting it again soon after but it felt really good that night you know yeah Mm -hmm. so that was what it was for me it was just like a place where I could say whatever I wanted you know and I wasn't judged yeah and I think it it really helped all of us to be really honest with each other in a safe environment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and that what you feel matters you know because a lot of times like I know people grow up and they just kind of ignore how they feel Mm -hmm. you know I didn't have that at all I sort of felt like how I feel is really valued, you know, and it's really important to to express how I'm feeling because otherwise it's going to come out in other ways, you know? Yes. Mm. And I think too, Kurt, one of our goals was to have hard conversations. Well, to make it, I I can't say necessarily easy, but to make it easy to have the hard conversations or to at least make it natural. And structured, you know, yeah. because like, I feel like when you set aside time, your heart is a little bit more open. Right. It may be like hard to hear if you've like hurt people that you really love, of course, mm-hmm. or even people you don't really love. It hurts to hear that your actions hurt other people. But when it's a structured environment, it really feels like 
easier pill, an easier pill to swallow, you know, Hmm. for for me, like one of the big things too, is like, as I'm 24 now, it has set like a high standard for all my relationships in my life. Like I just Hmm. don't settle for like really surface level, um, relationships, friendships. And that is honestly because of being able to talk about it, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I actually want to ask you guys some questions because I have, well, I've lived with you my whole life, but I also know that everybody always tells you, how do you guys like have such a good relationship? And like, I mean, yeah, you guys have a good relationship with us three girls, but also your marriage is really inspiring, really, really inspiring. So I have my first question. Sometimes I'm I'm surprised you'd say that after seeing, (laughs) seeing the inside of it. Well, but that's what that. That's like all the more why I think it's inspiring because you guys are, you have ugly moments and you still have big crushes on each other. (laughs) You do. You do. You guys get really happy when you see each other. So my first question is, what are the top three tips you would tell people when they're starting their journey of health in their relationships? Hmm. You can go for it. I think, you know, like I know for me, Family talks was not part of my mm-hmm. my immediate family growing up. We just didn't really intentionally set aside time to talk. Yeah. And I think just being intentional, the first thing is be intentional to share what's in your heart. Wow. And I think I know um, I had great parents and my dad has passed away, but he didn't really talk with us. And I remember when I was thinking about being married and being a dad, I just decided I wanted my kids to know what I was thinking inside. I remember when I was a kid, you told me that story of like our my oldest sister, Mia, when she was born, when you first held her, mm-hmm. that moment. Can you share that moment? Well, that I just knew because I had heard the story like my dad had a hard time holding us mm-hmm. as babies. It just it wasn't part of his family culture. Right. And I remember my mom telling us that she kind of had to force my dad to hold us as little babies. Mm -hmm. And when Mia, our oldest, was born, I just remember, um, like, it was not an easy birth. And so (laughs) Mia... Amen. Mia, yeah, so we don't need to go into the details, but she was in kind of a, a little bit of a tent... And we couldn't touch her right away, although we could put our hands through this hole in the glass and we could. And Marnie was being attended to. And so I reached in and I felt like I hit a wall just before I touched my newborn daughter. And just knowing what I had known that my dad had a hard time in that moment, I just said, no, to hell with this. I am going to touch and hold my daughter and press through that. I pressed through and I never struggled again. That, Mm -hmm. that it was that one moment was the only moment where there was, I don't know where it came from, but there was a moment of hesitation where it just, it suddenly didn't feel natural. Wow. And I pushed through. And so, so like sharing what's in your heart and, Mm-hmm. And fighting for that intimacy is yeah. one of the tips you would give to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Another tip? I just think that you can start fresh where wherever mm-hmm. you're at. Mm-hmm. 
like there's a fresh start for you wherever your relationship mm-hmm. with somebody is there's always help there's always a good therapist there's always yeah. a fresh start and i think every good relationship or relationships they need fresh starts yeah mm-hmm. you know and even clean the slate out yeah. get it out and start fresh and you know what there's always just so much hope yeah i yeah. actually i know i'm going off a little bit but like i i find one of the hardest things in relationships is forgiving What's mm. like a tip you would give people like to forgive? Well, I remember just a story about you, Kate, as a little girl in a ballet tutu. <laughs> and we had worked with you guys on forgiving and where we made you say sorry and mean it. But we made the girl or the daughter who had been hurt also respond and say, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. So it's not just saying sorry but it's also the wounded party saying, I forgive you. So that's all part of the transaction. And you did that once at a ballet class with a bunch of six-year-olds. And one of the little girls had been naughty. And so she was made to say sorry in front of the whole class. And you, this little curly-haired six-year-old in a ballet tutu, you just piped in afterwards to the whole group, we forgive you. And that kind of blew away the teacher. Yeah. Mm. I think, too, like, um, one thing that I've learned about forgiveness is have I set an atmosphere for, like, Kurt or you guys, my kids, an atmosphere of grace? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. have I set an atmosphere of grace? Like, if I do that, then when I need to be forgiven that same atmosphere of grace mm-hmm. will will sow back into me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just really you do have to just let your heart be cleansed. Totally. Yeah. It takes time to take time. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And so what are some of the fights in your marriage that you've had where talking through it has been the solution? Um I just think time and time again, you know. Um, <laughs> but you guys never fight, years. right? Yes. Uh, oh, never. No. <laughs> but, you know, I think also in the last five or six years, we've been taking the marriage course, and it's known all over the world, 27 million, or not that many, 11 million people have taken it. But it is a really fantastic course for us. And through the years, we have just had to sit down, look at each other, and decide that we're going to just mm-hmm. talk it through. Mm-hmm. And for when, when I find out from Dad, you know, his perspective and the pain of something that is real in his life, then, when, then I understand more about him. And for me, if... I need to forgive him. I share how I'm feeling and why that certain Mm -hmm. situation really hurt me. And then Mm -hmm. he understands the the background. Yeah. When when I was a kid, I remember like a lot of the time when we did our family talks, like my sisters became like the nemesis of my story. And, like, mm. they became, like, kind of, I dehumanized them. Because, mm. you know, in, yeah. in, when your yes. heart gets hard, it's just you dehumanize. And then when we would talk, it was like, it was like a defrost, you know? And yes. I was able wow. to, like, see their perspective. Oh, they, like, because sometimes we think people are out to get us. Yes. 
But, you know, when you talk through things, when you work it out, you realize, oh, man, like they miss the mark just like I miss the mark all the time. You know, yeah, which That's is a powerful. really cool yeah. thing that comes from just talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is one of those things that you think is not going to make that big of a difference, but it really does. It, it really makes does. all the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um, as your one of your three daughters, I know all three of us are just so proud of the work you did this year. And and like just I know, mom, you've been talking about doing this for a while and people have been asking in our life, the people in our life to, for you guys to help them. And cause you're such an exemplary couple and, and, mm. and you're such wow. exemplary parents, you know? So it's really, really cool to see that you guys have like really gone for this and done it, you know? Yeah. It's actually really rewarding. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, you know, yeah. it's just gaining a whole new skill set. Yeah. It's trying something new. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being brave and in a pandemic and, mm-hmm. you know, like Brene Brown says, get, getting in the arena has been really rewarding, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think our passion is just, we just want to encourage people that in your relationships, in your life, the goal is just be healthy, not perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also being healthy like, how much did family talks when we were kids cost you guys? Nothing. Really nothing. nothing. Like money-wise. No. Money-wise. No. Yeah. It cost us time, but that's yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Anybody from any background can start this. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it's so doable. Yeah. It is so adaptable to whatever the family dynamic is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every yeah. family, their family talk is going to look different. Mm-hmm. Yes, You know, exactly. ours was full of tears. There were Kleenex boxes in every corner of the room. <laughs> Um, and candles. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes mom and dad had to hold back laughing. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. one of my favorite memories or some of the favorite memories of family talks is when dad and I would watch the magic mm-hmm. of you three girls talking things out over, over quite a period of time mm-hmm. in, in that setting. And we would watch the miracle of the spirit of understanding that you would gain for one another. Yeah. And then you would do the, I am so sorry, I did not realize you were going through that. Mm-hmm. And then the other person, like we said before, would say, I forgive you. And I think for dad and I, that was really gratifying to see how you were growing mm-hmm. emotionally, yeah. yeah, really healthy. And I, that to me is so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Even also like, I, I'm just thinking like, I have a relationship with, with you guys now where I can say, Hey, this is not feeling great for me. Like, and I could talk to you guys mm-hmm. about it right. and there's that openness. And yes. then even my sisters are both my best friends and I'm not just saying that to make it sound good for the podcast like really yes and but we always talk through things it's not that we don't fight or we don't disagree we know that we can just talk through it and it's going to be okay yeah yeah Yeah. I think one of my favorite memories is the is the very first family talks when okay you were probably five Tori six and uh, Mia seven or eight probably eight and it came out that you and Mia were jealous of Tori's hair. She has really nice hair, okay? Really perfect hair. <laughs> my hair was so naughty and frizzy. Yeah. And like, Mom, you used to brush my hair every day. Yeah. And it still, you know, was so nice. But it was just so cute. I mean, I thought this is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but 
it was real to you guys. It was so real. And yeah. that was that. I think that's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. That was really, really funny. There's so many memories from, from family talks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'd encourage anybody to start it. Yeah. Yes. I think, you know, we didn't do this in my family, but I just, uh, I'm so glad that it became part of our family dynamic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll stay for us with our children and, you know. I think, Kurt, you had that question for Kate, you know. For Cash Guy, sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Cash, do you see yourself doing this with your family? Of course, yeah. I see myself doing this with, like, honestly, not just, like, if I have kids and everything. It's, like, with any of my relationships, like, sitting down and and chatting about things. It's just, it's, like, it's like a, a secret that, like, I, I'm in on and, like, I'm going to use it because it's so powerful. Yeah. And, again, it doesn't cost money. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yes. a huge thing, too. Sometimes yeah. all this self-help stuff, it, like, mm-hmm. you have to spend so much money or you have to be from this place to be able to access it. Yeah, and I think it gives it gives you the emotional intelligence that you need to go into your future as young women and, you know, getting married, whatever. And, you know, it just gives you that emotional ability mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. talk things out no matter what the relationship is and so we encourage you to do family talks it's just basically you sit down with your family put away your phones put away the distractions Mm -hmm. and you know set an atmosphere of respect for one another give each person time to share what's going on in their life good or bad Mm -hmm. and is there anything in the family that they would like to see changed Mm -hmm. And you do it for about an hour, an hour and a half, and then you just really work things out. You can also celebrate all the good things going on in your mm-hmm. life. And, uh, but you know, just family talks, I think too, gives you a real posture of openness. Yeah, totally. It gives you a posture of openness in your life to let people feed into your life. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but ones that you trust. And so. I think, too, what else, another thing that Family Talks does is, you know, we're always talking as a family. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yes. we're always saying things. But when you actually have a defined time where everyone knows, okay, it's Family Talks right now, then there are things that you'll talk about that normally don't come out. Mm-hmm. And it does, it, it just fosters that deeper conversation yes totally yeah yeah and it feels really good after yes you feel really close oh that's really true yeah you feel much closer after and it just feels cleansed out right Mm -hmm. so everyone we just want to thank you for journeying with us on this family talks podcast and we're gonna sign off for today so Anyway, please download, share an episode to a friend who actually might need this. And you know what? Enjoy the new season that we're going into. Thank God. Oh, yeah. We can't wait to actually be together again. Like we, We've maintained a family bubble, even though you guys don't live with us anymore. And I mean, that's, that's been a lifeline. But yes. I can't wait to go sit in a coffee shop. Yes. And read or study or write. I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to have a dinner party. Yeah, yeah. dinner parties. Mm-hmm. Woo! 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, we're signing off. Have an awesome week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Kashka. <laughs> Thanks, Kashka. And so, there you have it. Thank you for listening today to Family Talks. This is Marnie and Curtis. Till next time.